0: What's wrong? What's
1: wrong? We won't harm you. We only want to help you. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Death Party. I'm Eric, and over there is Vanya. That is the closest thing (laughs) you're going to get to a hello today. Dev parties are the episodes where we call each other up and we develop some film while talking about usually other things. So, how you doing today, Vanya?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm doing okay. I'm getting used to it being uh, like the sun setting later and later. No, Ugh. earlier and earlier. That, that's the one.
0: It's a nightmare.
1: It is just night. <laughs> it's just yeah. always night now.
0: Yeah. It's not fun.
1: No, it, it, it's, it's really not. Not a lot of fun. And I
0: wonder how Jack, you know, Jack, our friend Jack Johnson, the other Jack Johnson, he lives in Alaska. Yeah. I wonder yeah. how he does it with like permanent midnight. I don't he, know. I, it's,
1: sounds... I, don't, I don't think he's far enough north of permanent midnight, is he?
0: Well, maybe not permanent, but like he's got like a sunset for like two or three hours in the middle of winter, I'm pretty sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. I don't know. Maybe we kind of need to experience once. Nah. And then I'd be okay crumb. with not experiencing it again. But yeah, yeah maybe. I don't know. He seems he seems like normal and stuff, so I guess he's okay with it.
0: <laughs> as normal as a film photographer could be.
1: Eh, pretty pretty normal actually, Eric. But
0: what are you developing? Well, okay, I
1: am developing Fomapan 100 in FA 1027. It's not exciting, Ooh. but what uh. is I guess somewhat exciting is that this is the episode where we talk about what we are developing based on what we were talking about the last episode. For reminders, it was the little bit we did about the photographers who are not just inspire us, but we want to take a little bit from their photography and apply it to our own photography and see if if that makes a difference. Uh, yes. Yeah, and so that's what we're doing. And so I, I did shoot the old standby, FA-1027, developing uh, from a Pan 100. What did you do? Mm-hmm.
0: I shot some Kodak Gold 200. Okay. And I shot it in the Roloflex, in the Rolly Marine, actually. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting situation. We'll have a... I'm sure we'll talk about it.
1: I, I have a feeling we'll talk about it right now. <laughs> so you... <laughs> your inspiration that you were pulling from the photographer who was... Oh, hold on. Eliza... What, Living- is it Wilmington? Wilming- Wilming-
0: Wilming- Wilmington?
1: Wilmington. Wilmington. Who was basically a traveling landscape photographer. Now you can't yep. just take a photo of her and go, oh, I'm going to apply her technique to no. my life. but Or to my photography. But what did you... How are you incorporating her?
0: Basically, I was incorporating... The, her style of how she traveled. Okay. And um, kind of just like getting out there. Sure. On a very limited budget, basically. Okay. So, as you know, the, the Rolly Marine is... I fixed it myself, which makes a lot of sense for the rest of this, but... Uh, I've been just fiddling with it for, like, months now, trying to get it right. And I have been actually camping down at a beach recently, uh, kind of a lot, because it's free. And That's awesome. Kind of getting out of my element a little bit, going to different beaches with different peers and trying to shoot different people that I don't know. Um, and kind of experiencing the place, uh, not just like for the day, but like actually kind of overnight and experiencing it that way. Yeah. Um, I love my van. It's fantastic. It's really easy to kind of get away with sleeping in it because it does, it is a nice looking van. Uh, as much as I would love like an old seventies, like Dodge old, you know, Burnt orange, beautiful van thingy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look homeless. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to look. I'm trying to look less. I'm trying to look like business. You know what I mean? Like I'm not camping. I'm just here for business. Sure, and it looks like I kind of want to get like a magnet
1: van. anyway. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's kind of working out, and I feel like. I would like to go stay there at least, like, two or three times during the week for, like, the rest of winter when I'm here. I do have some jobs and things I'm doing, so I'll be out of town here and there. But the rest of the time, I would really like to go, um, like, actually immerse myself in a different, like, scene, basically. Yeah,
1: that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So I'm, I'm, like, really excited about it, honestly.
1: For sure. Yeah, that's kind of a cool idea.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of like where my inspiration is coming from as far as that it's like I said in the episode, there's not a lot of pictures of hers that are just um like readily available. Yeah, it's um, true. Not many of them survived. Yeah, a lot a lot of like women photographer it's hard to find <laughs> uh actual pictures. So uh unfortunately I'm not going to be shooting like her per se, but uh, it's really hard to tell how she shot because there's not really that many pictures available. Yeah. It basically just shows her that she's well-rounded, really, is what I see in her work. Well, she kind of
1: reminds me of like some of the work that oh boy, uh, Kinsey's, the Kinsey's did,
0: mm, where he yeah, would travel
1: totally. and, and take portraits and also travel and take, you know, mining shots, well, mining shots, but also uh, logging, but she did a lot of mining stuff and she did portraits as well. And they were they were traveling. I think she was a little earlier, mm-hmm. uh, but I think it's neat. I mean, when we when we think about taking inspiration from a photographer, we usually think about taking inspiration from their work,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: that there's more to photography than just how your photos look.
0: Absolutely. I and mean, I think so.
1: Well, I mean, obviously there is, you know, yeah. and a lot of you know, like if you, <laughs> let's say, let's just say, that. You read a biography of Ansel Adams, and you looked at a few of his photos, and you're like, yeah, they're all right, but I really liked how he could take nature photos and not leave his car. That's how I want to live my life. And then yeah. you decided to take nature photos and just, just not leave your car or truck or van. And I did that done. during the
0: pandemic. That's
1: true. Yeah, you were very much an Ansel Adams-type shooter during the pandemic.
0: I did. I would just... <laughs> open my slider door and shoot out the out the side yeah it was great yeah he had a platform
1: or something on like a like a station Mm -hmm. wagon or something like a
0: woody yeah Yeah, i think dude that picture is like the best ever that's how he was iconic he
1: he had no desire to go off the road and he got some amazing pictures by doing that
0: yeah absolutely
1: uh good on him
0: yeah I think I would say so. Mm-hmm. How about you? How? What about? Um, who's your yours? Is a couple.
1: Yes, right? I did burned in Besher. and, Hilla Bescher, and yes. the the point of doing it was, <laughs> I, I wish I would know the terminology better, and I apologize that I don't. But when you take a normal picture of a building, kind of looking up, it looks weird and distorted. So with a large format camera, you can do stuff with the lens, the movements of the front standard and, and the rear standard. Mm-hmm. and get it to look more straight up and down. And so that's what I wanted to do. That was my, my goal here. They're known for their industrial photography of single solitary towers or structures, and it's very symmetrical, very centered, very you know vertically placed and all of that. And I don't really do that, though I did for this shoot. Yeah. And so I wanted to, I wanted to learn how to do this. And so in retrospect... Um, obviously, I don't know how they turned out, and hopefully, it turned out pretty well. But in retrospect, maybe doing a like a cooling tower from a nuclear plant wasn't the best way to test this out, because it's <laughs> really difficult to learn how it, 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 when they're distorted. I should have done a rectangular mm-hmm. build. That makes much more sense. But I had uh, the it had in mind the nuclear. Well, the former. Well, I guess never, never, never opened. Uh, nuclear power plant near Olympia, Washington.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was, it's a business park now and it's uh, quasi public. I guess it's like private land, but you know, there's a lot of different businesses on there. So you can you can go and I went on a Sunday and there was like a weird church there that was letting out. Actually, I guess I don't know if it's a weird church, but it's a church next to a nuclear cooling tower. So probably a weird church.
0: Weird.
1: And they were letting out. And so I kind of just blended in with like a few people there. And I got comfortable. And my first shot, which is one of the ones I'm developing here, was essentially just me trying to make it work. And, and I was really probably a little too close to the tower to get like it, it perfect. But there were a lot of movements that I did uh, to get the picture, to get the tower to be less distorted. Okay. Now, I was using a 90 millimeter lens, which is a very wide lens. And that, that certainly helped get it all in. And it probably introduced a little bit of distortion around the around the edges because it is such a wide lens. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think I shot it at f64, which means it's going to be as crisp as it's going to get for the most part.
0: Okay, so gotcha.
1: I'm hoping that there's no real distortion and that it does look very crisp. Their idea, the Besher's idea, was to take a picture of a structure so that you can look at it and you can tell where every bolt is placed. You can tell essentially wow. how to rebuild that structure just from their photos, wow. or at least you could. You feel that you could. Obviously, you can't do that, but you, it would it would seem almost instructional. And so that's the yeah. that's what I was going for with this one photo that I may have taken twice. The other two photos here are just me playing around in my own style in this place. I, I took I took a few photos in in their style trying to make it all work and I was like, ah oh, this isn't a great idea. this was like I said this wasn't maybe the best structure to use.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I decided just to have some fun with it and see what I see what I produced. Good And I spent about two hours, about two hours there. Whoa! yeah, there's two cooling towers and I, I took a long time to set everything up. I wanted it to be as um, inefficient as possible.
0: Did you say that you were shooting with the shamani or am I just
1: assuming that? Uh, that was the shamani, yeah. Pretty much everything I do is with the shamani. And of course, with the, the native for movements, I can't use something like the graphlex, because it doesn't have that that kind you know, those kind of movements. Nowhere near enough for what I'm doing. Nowhere even close. Hmm. I see. And so I don't know if I, I don't know if it's one of these shots, but I did take one with everything straight like all of the movements at zero. So that you can see what it would look like just taking it with like a normal camera. And so i wanted to compare the two, see if I can tell the difference. (laughs) I'm assuming I can. Now one of the other issues is that you do have to do, because you do a lot of movements, you may catch the edge of the image circle and that is the circle of light cast by the lens onto the film and it is a large circle but if you move the camera with the lens and the and the film plane around enough it's not large enough to cover everything and i'm really hoping i got coverage
0: and so that's kind of like you get the um the corners uh you kind of get that like vignetting or Even just like almost like you shot with a fisheye lens or something.
1: Well, it, it, yeah. I mean, it looks like a fisheye lens and really it's just like the image circle was too small. But we'll see what happens here. Yeah. Yeah. And so in the other, the other location I visited was a cemetery and I've been really getting just into photographing cemeteries lately. And it was, it's one of those places where, you know, if you're obviously not causing destruction, (laughs) Nobody cares oh. that you're there. And yeah, so, totally. if you need to take a half hour to set up a shot, you can because nobody cares. Yeah, totally. And in a lot of the older cemeteries that I go to, nobody's there anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a dead
1: crowd. Well, this one I went to, it had a picnic table in it, like an old stone picnic table. And I love that because you know cemeteries used to be like meeting places you would have picnics there you'd have you'd have like gatherings there and it wasn't it was victorian but it wasn't like dark victorian It was just kind of normal
0: i mean honestly if you go to even just some newer uh like if you go like on mother's day or on someone you know someone's birthday you'll you'll see people hanging out with their significant other
1: yeah that, that's yeah that you will it's something a little different I'm thinking, just like you know, here's where the town the town gathering would be would be at the cemetery. I like that idea. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I like that idea. Um, I do of course, too. you to know, the Hollywood Cemetery. Uh, what is it? Ever Evergreen
0: Cemetery in Hollywood.
1: Which was which? What, what is that called?
0: Hollywood Forever.
1: Hollywood Forever, where they have like the movie nights and all of that.
0: Yeah, Marley saw um, Twilight there.
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> It seems like a perfect. She's never. I, she had never seen it before. It was like a couple of years ago. Huh. Um, yeah, so hmm. interesting. But yeah, you so can totally. They have. They have movies there. It's kind of fun. Kind yeah. of a fun deal. So that
1: those are my photos. Um, we'll talk more about them, obviously, about both of ours, when uh, we do the futures. But since I am fixing. Um, nice. why don't we try to answer the, um, the last answering machine question?
0: And what was that exactly?
1: That is a good question, isn't
0: it? Haha!
1: <laughs> do you remember?
0: Yeah. I do.
1: It sounds like I'm testing you, but I'm really just stalling to remember it myself.
0: I know! I can't remember, but, like, I remember everybody's answers. <laughs> Last um, photo you could ever
1: take. Last photo oh, no. I could ever take. Like, this was it. I'm done. It would have to be a place that I knew that I'd want to remember. So it'd have to be a place that I probably had been before. Since I'm planning this, I'm not just going to save it. Because that would be that would be such a hard thing to do. Like, okay, I'm traveling with this one sheet of film or this one plate mm-hmm. or whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm going to save it till I know that this is the place.
0: This is the spot.
1: This is the spot. And if you take it there, you're done. So how do you know that you're not going to like turn the corner and like, oh no, wait a minute. (laughs) This is the spot, not the other place. So it would have to be a place that I already knew. It has to be a place that I, that I'd figure out ahead Mm -hmm. of time. Like I'm going to take this last shot here. And I think for me, it would be on the spine between dusty Lake Cooley and ancient Lake Cooley. It's oh, one nice. of my favorite places to shoot. It's it's a hard shot to get right. Um because the sun is always in like a bad spot. Yeah. But once in a while, a certain time of year maybe,
0: mm-hmm. you can get
1: like this amazing photo, especially if the clouds are perfect. So I think I would mm-hmm. camp out there and wait for clouds. Of course, okay. I would forget to close the shutter when I pull when I go to yeah, pull the dark and then you slide. So that's how my last shot would be fucked up. Yeah, one hundred percent. How about you?
0: <laughs> I mean, I like the honesty of that. Though that makes oh, me kind of happy.
1: Absolutely, would happen.
0: <laughs> you bungled it again. Um, I, suppose I, did. I would. I would say that the last picture I would take would probably be the remaining members of my family. Okay. Maybe in a graveyard with some other people, but I don't think we're gonna get buried, so we'll see. Okay. But I think that I am a fairly um, family-oriented person um, for some reason, and as much as they drive me insane, <laughs> I love I love them very much. Um, it's the only group of people that understand me. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, I guess that's good then. So what would you, what do you, I mean, obviously if it's the last roll or last sheet or whatever, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't have that choice of, of what you'd like to shoot, but what do you think it would be? Would it be a sheet? Would it be a roll?
0: I mean, honestly, yeah, I mean, a roll would be easier just because I know I'd fuck, I would probably fuck up the last sheet too, but in a perfect world, I don't fuck up the last sheet And for some reason, it's, like, a Portra 160 um, sheet of, like, eh, let's just say 8 by 10 I mean, in a perfect world here. So, it's, like, a
1: $10 shot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like a $50 shot. (laughs) Oh, really? Is not that expensive? (laughs) I don't know, but I'm going to assume so. That seems about right. Especially if it's
1: the last one. Right? Yeah.
0: So, yeah. And, um... It's golden hour. It's very green and lush. There's mm-hmm. weeping willows in the background.
1: Of course. Uh,
0: there's bokeh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's all there. It's it's all there. It's perfect and beautiful. That's that's the shot. And then I develop it at dev party and I fuck it up.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I think with, if it were a full role for me, it would just be like, come on, just just end.
0: Really?
1: Yeah, I think so. Because it's, it's that, I, I if it's the last sheet, I could prepare for that. But if it's like a roll, it's just like a long march.
0: Yeah. And I don't, it's I don't like, want that. It's almost like Genie in a Bottle, like your three wishes, huh?
1: Not not really anything like that at all. Well, okay. Well, let's... Uh...
0: After these messages, we'll be right back. <laughs> Rebo's got the beat, and the band plays on. You can relive it all with Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. Introducing Size Snoodles and the Rebo Band. Jabba the Hutt action playset sold separately.
1: Play it again, Size. Starring Size Snoodles, Troopy McCool on clarinet, Max
0: Rebo on organ. Revive re- 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 Rebo Rebo. <laughs> Dance, Troopy. It's your last solo, Snoodles. Whoa ho! You Size Snoodles and the Rebo Band. Jabba the Hutt action playset sold separately from Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. And we're back! Hey, everybody! How was the break? How were the commercials? Were they delicious? I hope so. Eric, Funny. Have you finished your safety rinse?
1: Um, my safety rinse is 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 rinsing right now. Okay. My safety rinse is filtered water with a little bit of photo flow, I let it soak right. just a tiny bit. Do a little bit of agitation.
0: Um, do you safety dance while you safety rinse?
1: I, obviously, I do. Yeah. Good. you can hardly do one without the other exactly. and of course i used my little pipette that were that was given to me by the crows if you don't know what i'm talking about i think it was last episode or the episode before on Dev Dev party where i talked about the little pipette that the crows brought me
0: it's pretty cool
1: it's no amazing. other
0: presents though huh that's it
1: well no my crows are not very giving <laughs> uh they will like if i when i come home from work they will meet me at the top of the driveway and where I park okay. and then I walk down and they follow me. Uh, today for example, I had 6 crows waiting for me. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they're getting they're, they're getting more and more. It used to be just like two and now it's now it's six. Wow. Yeah. Did you
0: like change the peanut brand or something?
1: No, I think either the word's gotten out, which probably could, you know, could be that, or the or it's it's just a few generations, which it could be that too. Cool. Yeah, I'm pretty happy um, with them though.
0: A couple years ago, I got you a, a crow whistle. Have you actually tried to use it? Uh, no, a crow. I'm, I'm. I'm.
1: I'm afraid that I would scare them off. Mm. Because crows have dialects.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like the crows. <laughs> yeah, the crows where you live have. Different sounding calls from the crows where I live.
0: Odd. It is
1: odd. So I don't know what I would be saying to them if I'd be like, I don't want to threaten them or anything, you know?
0: Yeah, like if you said, like, bad words or something, they're like, dude, does this guy even know what he's saying right now?
1: (laughs) I'm not sure it's that literal. But I wouldn't want to, like, be giving, like, a threatening message or anything.
0: Yeah, like, yes, I get it. It makes makes sense.
1: Yes. Yes, it does. So, I think my safety rinse is done. Um, Should I pull the film?
0: Yeah, duh. Okay. (laughs) So,
1: I have... Let's see. What is this? I have holder 52. And is this... This looks like... Well, this one looks like it's leaning back a little bit. So, hopefully, that's the one that is supposed to look like it's leaning back a little bit. Good. And the next one is different... Uh-oh. I guess. I'm not sure. I don't know. I think it might be... I'm not really sure. This will have to be a question for the futures. And then the other two sheets... Okay, here's one of the tower next to a building. Okay. Which sounds super exciting. Oh, I barely it's squeezed very, it in.
0: very exciting. About
1: yeah, that. okay. I should have given this a little more room up top to breathe. And the last one is a cemetery shot. I was trying some different stuff with that. I don't think that... I mean, it, it's, it worked. It was exposed and all that, but I think the composition is bad. But we'll find out later. How about you, Anya? Are you in a position to talk about the photos? you have I am. I am.
0: Okay. So um, I was going to tell you guys that I put my um, Rolly Marine in the water and it flooded. So that was a bummer. I was like... I do this thing where I lick like the lens or the viewfinder so I can see without spots. If you just like lick it, usually it just kind of like helps with water stains. And I licked it and the water stains were still there. And I was like, oh shit, they're still there because they're inside the camera. And then I turned the camera around and I saw that there was like a bunch of water in it. So I flooded the rolling marine already. But I did take some pictures and I did pre-soak.
1: Does that mean that your Roloflex is dead?
0: I don't know. <laughs> you haven't tested
1: it yet. When did you take, you took these yesterday, didn't you? Uh,
0: yeah, I need to, I'm going to clean it up first. Okay. Before I do anything uh, with it. So that will be to be continued on that story. Okay. The pictures looks like I did get some. I didn't finish the roll, obviously, because, you know, I noticed that there was water. There might have been like one shot that came out, possibly, maybe two. And there's some water stains on it. it kind of looks like a little, a little bit of um, like soupy Ooh. stuff. So all the, yeah. all the cool ki- I'm, I'm doing the cool kid stuff. Over
1: here. So the soupness here would be water getting into the camera itself.
0: Yeah, the salt. That's never good.
1: You don't want water inside that.
0: Yeah, you know, it's like I just spent a bunch of money on fixing this, and, um, you know. Yeah. I figured I would fuck it up (laughs) right away. So, uh, I'm gonna just... Clean up, open the camera up, clean it up. I mean, it's open. It doesn't look like it wasn't soaked with water. It looks like there was just a couple of drips in there. Okay. But I've cleaned it up really good. And um, what I need to do is find like an old school dive shop where someone knows someone that either used to work on these so I can get someone to actually do a legitimate like pressure test because obviously I'm like taking in water and I'm not sure how I've changed all the seals. I cleaned it and I just feel like there's something going on. So
1: water housings first water housings are pretty, are pretty common, right? I mean, obviously not film, but in digital, they're pretty common. So I would think if you find a dive shop, you'd, you'd find somebody who would at least have a working knowledge, right?
0: Well, I'm assuming that like, you know how watches they do like pressure tests on watches. Yeah, I guess so. So, uh, kind of the same deal. Like, there's got to be something where they can pressure test it, and then that would give me, like, at least an idea of where the water's coming Okay.
1: From. Makes sense. Makes sense. Well, I guess, um, we can tell you no more at all about our photos from where we stand in time. Let's use all of our spiritual and metaphysical energy to oh, contact uh, the Futures. Uh, Futures, are you there? Are you there? Are we there? Are we here?
0: I don't know. Are we? I think we're here. I think we are, too.
1: Cool. All right. Now it's our show.
0: Yes. I I was hoping it would be a little bit more in the future. I'm still scanning.
1: Oh, no. Did we not jump ahead enough?
0: Well, we did jump enough for this role, but I am scanning other roles that I developed after Dove Party that I am enjoying much better, but... That's okay. See, so you win some, you lose some.
1: You do. And this one has a story. The role has a story. So tell us. The role us,
0: does have a story. What's so, the first
1: one we're looking at? It looks very abstract.
0: Um, A very good background picture for maybe like a zine inside cover, I would say. Okay. So maybe. Basically, <laughs> this role was Kodak Gold 200. That's the new uh, stuff, right? It was the new. It's okay. not expired but water got into the camera so what happened is the salt got inside there and does it just does weird stuff like if you follow any of the cool kids they put their film in like a soup of like water and salt and all kinds of bullshit if you just dunk it in the ocean it basically does the same thing um And I did actually pre-soak it, uh, for a while. I Mm -hmm. did two pre-soak washes because I knew that there was going to be some residue. The issue I had was, um, which is very apparent in the last photo that I'll be sharing, uh, when I was taking the roll off of the backing paper, it was stuck. So some of the emulsion did get like kind of either ripped off or rubbed off, Mm -hmm. uh, kind of in a cool spot for the photo kind of looks neat but yeah so uh roly marine is still not doing very well you guys i'm a little bummed it's neat to swim with it's basically like a giant cannonball that's what it feels like okay it's a big weight it's It's the same color as the ocean, which is such a bad choice because if I drop that thing, I am not, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's so heavy. You have a leash for it? I do, but it's like 50 or 60 years old. So I need a new leash for it. I just need to like spray paint like a spot on it. That's bright because it is the same color as the ocean. It's crazy.
1: You put a little flashing light on it.
0: Something. It becomes a beacon. It is so difficult. Um, I've been having such an issue. I I feel like I've been kind of out of the game with the water cameras, honestly. I used to do really good with them and this camera is kicking my ass. So it's not it's an old camera.
1: I mean it's really (laughs) old.
0: (laughs) Also, I just wish I had like millions of dollars to just like get it fixed right. Uh, but I'm just doing this on my own, uh, and this is kind of part of its story. So, really, when it comes down to it, if I do end up making a zine, you're probably gonna half of the zine is probably gonna look like this. It's gonna be a lot of fucking trial and error, um, but <laughs> that's kind of part of it. It's you don't always like get success stories with with used cameras, um, but I would rather be using it than having it sit in a museum. Because there already is one, I'm sure, in a museum somewhere. And oh, sure. It's it's totally usable. I just got to get it waterproof. Yeah.
1: Well, so the second photo, it looks like there's obviously some blotchiness, but there's something going on in it.
0: dude Mm-hmm yeah, and the sky's fun. it's it's weird, you know, and, and it's,
1: it's like this little highlighted area right where the surfer dude is.
0: I know. I was like kind of tripping on that. I was like, this is kind of neat. Like it actually messed up in a good spot. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's it's a good shot. It was it's not easy to waste level. Inside the ocean. (laughs) No,
1: I can't imagine that it's a great idea. You think you could get some sort of prism on it for the water housing? Yeah. Yeah, I
0: feel like I need a scope or something. Honestly. Because I was like, should I bring my goggles? But I'm like, I'm not going to do underwater. I'm just going to do like above water. Mm-hmm. So I guess I don't. And honestly, if it was, there's like a couple places. Like that morning I surfed somewhere where it was like you could stand. It was so shallow. Okay. So there are definitely places that I could shoot people and be standing in the water. And it could be kind of more of like, it's water resistant. You know what I mean? Instead yeah. of like submerging and like dunking dunking it down, but um, I'll get there. It's coming.
1: Did you have this fully submerged at any
0: point? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, I was swimming under the water with oh, it. Oh,
1: gotcha. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's it's actually it feels good this doesn't have even though there's oxygen trapped inside of it there's not really any like buoyancy to it like the mm-hmm. other camera i have uh the other one's the housing is made out of fiberglass so oh, yeah. there's like definitely buoyancy it's not that heavy it looks big but it's it's not that bad yeah compared to this everything is a piece of, is a piece of cake now <laughs> this is <laughs> this serious business um so but it feels good. It feels like I have weights on me. And if you or have ever like dove or done any kind of snorkeling or things, you put like a weighted belt on yeah. um, to kind of be able to like get down. And that's what it feels like. So it feels it feels good. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, I am going to have some Popeye arms for sure. I'm going to be super strong. <laughs> oh. Also. I if that hit me in the face, I think I would die.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess you should be careful. You've already lost a, a tooth to the to the ocean.
0: I a couple, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: So your 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 third picture is Marley.
0: Yes, in the backyard because I didn't finish because there was water in the camera. So I took it out and dried it off and I was like, well, I might as well shoot the whole roll. So I went ahead and shot a couple more shots. Okay. These are the ones that got stuck. So I peeled and basically there's a line down the middle of her face, which is kind of cool.
1: Well, I don't know. It's such a bummer. I think it's a good photo.
0: It is, but I just developed another roll of her because I decided that, we should she said yes i could photograph her today so guess what that means i'm going to torture her as long as she will let me so (laughs) i did a bunch of stuff and i shot a roll of velvia which i had shared already you guys probably saw and it's kind of magical so um very happy she also just like bleached her hair and dyed it pink and she dyed her eyebrows she like bleached her eyebrows So it looks like she has no eyebrows now. It does. It sure does. very strange.
1: So the picture, the last one, which is taken with a different camera and developed in a different session. Monia RB67. That's from the RB67. It's a double exposure. And it was Velvio 50? 100?
0: Velvio 100. Cross-processed
1: in in C41.
0: Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Super... All the shots on that roll were at 3.8 or 5.6. Oh,
1: yeah. You can tell. Yeah, yeah, it's I really great.
0: Wide open, fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Very happy.
1: That's so cool. Well, yeah. a very colorful presentation, Vanya.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Clappies, yay. Did I win?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So I, I sure didn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about this. this big, giant, thing that you have. Okay.
1: Well, this is a photo. The first one uh, is is a photo of the cooling tower with the camera just pointed kind of up, you know, to Mm. to get it all in this, in, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: And centered and all of that. And you can tell it leans back quite a bit. The cooling tower, I I think, is roughly the same diameter at the top that it is at the bottom. Roughly. Okay. At, At least it looks that way. And in the top yeah. picture, in the first picture, it does not look that way at all. It almost looks like like a uh, oh, what are the beakers? I should know oh. this that that have like a th- a small neck and they fan mm-hmm. out at the bottom. I forget what they're called.
0: It's a name for them. No.
1: It looks like that. <laughs> it has a very, a very wide bottom and a and a smaller top. Yes. So the second photo is same exact angle, same f same aperture same everything except mm-hmm. that i have the movements so that that as much as much movement as i could possibly put into it you can see the, the vignetting at the top where i'm getting mm-hmm. really close to the, the edge of the image circle and it mm-hmm. still doesn't look like it should it's still sc- uh, narrow more 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 skinny at the top than it should be yeah but it's a lot better <laughs>
0: It is a lot better but I do feel like you are a little too close.
1: Probably too
0: close
1: or I mean it, it could just be this uh, the image circle didn't allow for the the movements or even the camera didn't allow for the movements. You know that your your camera just because it has movements and in a lot of them like the like the Chalmini does you do have a limit. There are other cameras out there that have many have, have much more liberty as far as movements go and maybe one of those with like a better lens would be the mm-hmm. way to go
0: yeah.
1: for this, if I wanted to do this. And you know, this, is, uh, this is what they did and I don't want to do that. Uh, the big difference between, there's two differences apart from just my lack of skill, two differences between what I did and what they did. They wanted the sky to be completely white and they got oh. that through blue filters a lot of times. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I do remember you saying that actually. Yeah,
1: and I don't have a blue filter, and that, so I threw on a yellow filter, and I leaned into what I do with the sky, and so the sky stands out darkly, very prominently against the mm-hmm. the cooler cooling tower, the whiter cooling tower. Um, also, they would they wouldn't worry so much about getting things centered or level, because they'd fix that in post,
0: and so there
1: are my you know my I have like the edge. The edge, you, know, you can see the edge of the of the frame in the in the, mm-hmm. the, the film holder and all of that on mine, which is pretty much how I shoot most of my my four by fives, so that you you do see that. Those are presented okay. as well, and so I did that. I tried it. I tried cropping it so you didn't see that, and it it felt weird because the sky was darker, mm. and I think if I would have. I don't. Know, I wasn't trying to ape their 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 photo exactly. I just wanted to see if I could do this. And no, it turns no, out of
0: course. Well, honestly, it's like like what we were saying before. It's not exactly like you're trying to make the exact same photo. You are just taking a little bit of inspiration and making it your own. And you did exactly that with yeah. the sky because. The, the darker sky is a very Eric thing to do. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it is. And the, the clouds were not behaving. They're very, very like high and wispy clouds. I was supposed to have like socked in Seattle cloudiness that day and it yeah. never showed up. So I was hoping that I could just like white out the sky, you know, overexpose it a little bit and just white out the sky. And that wasn't possible. Uh, if it would have been a completely blue sky, I could have blue filtered it. I don't have a blue filter, but I could have done that. Yeah. So the next photo is really just a composite of both of those photos overlaid.
0: Yeah, together. you can really see the difference yeah. now between the two. Yeah,
1: and I think that's interesting. That's really the only way you can you can really really notice it. So after I took those those two, actually I took those. Let's see here, I took I took double shots on on the with with Triax, Fomapan, and Triax, uh, and then I kind of just said, okay, I don't really know if I'm succeeding here. Uh-huh. So I'm just gonna shoot the towers in my own way. And and so the the I did. I, I shot probably six or seven more shots. None of them, well one of them I've developed. And uh you can see that now I just put it up in our Ooh. little little thing there.
0: Yeah.
1: It's now here the sky did go white. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I did. But also, yeah, there's definitely some shadow in, in, in the building. And this kind of gives you a little, well, I mean, I guess you can see the fence in the other photos and it looks small. But now with that building next to it, it that's a two-story building next to it. You can, if I don't know, more, for some reason, yeah. it's easier to see how massive it is.
1: It, it is. It's a different tower, too. Same, I mean, same There's two towers that are identical. This is the other one.
0: The two towers.
1: And the sun was in all of the wrong spots for me.
0: If you guys thought that we couldn't do anything about Lord of the Rings today, you thought wrong.
1: This must have been the towers that he's talking about. So with this one, what I liked is I was using a different lens here. I used the 270, the brass lens, the old one Mm -hmm. without the shutter. And you can really tell, even though I shot this at F24, I think. It was F24. Yes. And... It's pretty crisp, but on the edges it still has that you know that softness to it. like you could look at the top of the tower, especially the the stair the stair is going up the tower, which is I, I love capturing that angle
0: mm-hmm. so that you can yeah, see it's them.
1: Really neat. Uh, you can't see them on the top picture because they're on the other side. But um, yeah, so that was that was actually the last photo I took and in between then I have I have a I got, I got half dozen more that I will develop at some point and everybody will see at some point.
0: And like I said,
1: after that, I went to a cemetery and I took this photo. It was one that I I should have taken in a different way. What should I have done differently with this, Vanya?
0: Dropped down lower, um, panned back out a little bit.
1: I should have been lower.
0: Yeah, definitely lower. Were you on a tripod?
1: I was and the shot I took after this, I actually spread the tripod's legs out so it was essentially flat mm-hmm. on the ground and I should have done that here.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I was trying to get, the sun came out a little bit because it really clouded up towards the, when I was at the cemetery, but the sun came out and I was racing to get the sun in the background. See, everything is lit up in the background. Yeah. It was quite nice. Not, mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't see much of it because of, of me being that close, but what I did and I've been doing this a little bit. Is I'll set up the camera, and I will center on the object I want to be in focus. In this case, it was the the obelisk tombstone. Mm-hmm. And then, like, well, I don't want that to be my shot. I want the shot to be over a little bit to get the tree in the center. Yeah. So instead of moving the camera, I move the lens. I shift the lens to the. I guess it'd be to the left. I don't know. One mm-hmm. of the two.
0: I know, I always get that mixed up. Yeah,
1: I shifted the lens over so that I got the, the composition that I wanted at the time, though looking back now, I should have done it differently. And I probably raised or lowered the front standard. Um, I don't remember which one I did. But in that way, I can get something on the left of the frame in in perfect focus and everything else kind of fans out from there into blur mm. just by using... You know, just by f- first, just by centering it in the camera first, and then adjusting it with ju- adjusting the lens. I'm not sure if I'm making any sense. I think maybe if you shoot large format, you might understand what I'm saying. But even then, good luck. But that's what you have to do for lenses like this, where that they're only really sharp in the center, and then they kind of bokeh out on the edges. Yes, you know, and this you one shall is,
0: not past.
1: This one is at f16. So on this lens, f16 is as sharp as you're gonna get in the center with still having the edges still blurred for lack of a better word, if you go Mm -hmm. to F12 or F8, then you start losing sharpness in the center because it's a soft focus lens. Some of them just aren't made for certain, certain things. This one was made to do two things, made for portraits and made for landscapes. And so your wider aperture is made for portraits, for soft focus portraits, and your tinier apertures are made for landscapes sick okay so that's that i have i think these are probably about the fourth the, the four worst pictures i took that
0: day <laughs> so. i know i it sucks to like <laughs> i feel the same and i'm like oh god he has to like post these i'm like oh don't post these i don't terrible. know if they're that
1: bad i'm okay with they're posting pretty
0: them. bad i mean not yours I'm oh okay. mine.
1: <laughs> I'm well mine.
0: but whatever it is what it is it is it's what this, it is
1: you know what no what
0: Chicken butt.
1: (laughs) Perfect. All right, let's send it back to the past.
0: Thank you so much, Future Eric and Vanya, for enlightening us and telling us the most important things about the future, which is if our film showed up or not.
1: Well, we know that we know what it showed up. We do know that. Our, our, Our dumb past selves know at least that much.
0: Maybe. I might have lost it. I'm just saying, past Vanya can lose. I, I, there's still a chance that I could lose the film. You
1: know, I guess that's it. true. Well, is is uh, I guess that's kind of it, really. We don't uh, we don't have like a dynamic way to end these. You know, you're you're done oh, really? developing. Your your chemicals are spilled here and there. You, you know you have to wash up a little bit, but you're not yeah. real excited to do that. And you got to put the, the bottles away and. And you know the the, the film the, the tank uh, people people like wash their film tank so I think that's kind of hilarious, but you know if that's what you want to do with your soap go for it. Uh, the reason being is your film tank should be clean at the end because your film is clean or it should be, so. No, oh my no need God. to rewash really Okay, we it. get
0: your opinion, yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you, you
1: don't, oh, I know you don't wash your film container, your, your film tanks.
0: Excuse me, you don't know my life over here. I wash my film tanks a little Why? bit. Why? Kind of. I mean, I like slosh them out, you know, with water.
1: Oh, yeah. uh, see, I don't think you need to. Uh, okay. There's no reason to. They should be clean. Unless you are doing like a soak with, with uh, photo fluff. Right? And then you do need to, to wash that out. But that's okay. essentially soap. So you don't have to use soap to do that. Please don't use soap to do that. That seems just wasteful.
0: All right. Well, you guys, thank you so much for listening. We Mm -hmm. absolutely love and adore you all. I hope that you guys are doing some developing uh, on these nice, crispy winter days. And uh, make sure to share with us, hashtag All Through Lens. And we'll see you next week with our extravagant main episode.
1: It is true. It is also hashtag all through Lens podcast.
0: Yeah, you know
1: Well, thank you all for listening. We love you.
0: Bye bye.